What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another oh. edition of Backstop Answers. Michael is trying to show off the cup. Yes, sir. Always showing off this beautiful cup. Backstop Banter. Sorry, got a little bit of a shadow. Then on the other side is my other show, Count the Bucket. Just saying. Thank mm -hmm. you, Mary, for making this for me. Cross promoter. For my for what did you thank me for? I mean, I probably deserved it, but I just missed what you said. I, I said thank you, Mary, uh, oh. a lady who actually I went to school with growing up. She's the one that made the cup for me, and and CJ as well. And I swear class. you told me your wife made it. Absolutely not. That'd be cool you if you could. Though. I think you lied to me. No, 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 no. Uh, my wife got this cup made for me for Father's Day. I still Daddy. think that you lied to me. That just sounded so weird. Think you lied. I would never on purpose lie. I only, only like to bring like great stuff I would. to you. I lie profusely. Very good at it, too. Oh, I'm sorry. Sorry? Well, how's that? Mm -hmm. a, how would you Why, would you? Why do you like to lie profusely? Well, no, I don't actually lie profusely, but oh, well, yeah, I, can, I, mean, I can't believe you because I think you lie well, again, I, I don't know. I, I think I think I lie most about liking people. Oh, do you not like me? Hey, you're all right. I mean, <laughs> nothing's wrong. You know, people that watch the pot that listen to the podcast probably think I'm much worse than I am because they can never see the like the sarcastic facial expressions. Listen, okay, <laughs> totally didn't think I'd talk about this. And honey, I'm sorry if you're watching this. Seriously, do you ever watch The Voice? No. Okay, do you know who Blake Shelton is? I I don't live under a rock. Uh, well, I mean, he's country, so I, I'm not for sure. So he has the kind of personality where he's a smart aleck. But he totally means it jokingly the whole time. Like he's 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 a turd, but yet he's a hilarious turd, if that makes sense. My wife can't stand him. Like we'll watch the voice every now and then. She's like, he is not conceited. What was it? Cocky. And he just gets on her nerves, like constantly. I'm like, honey, he is not cocky. Like last show we watched on the Peacock. He literally brought a goat out onto the stage or tried to get it to come out on stage. He wouldn't listen or it was fighting back as he's trying to tug it to say that it had a, a, a sign on it. that said, Blake, he's trying to get the uh, contestant to pick him say, Hey, look, I'm the goat. Cause he's won it so many times. And I'm like, what cocky person that you're describing would actually bring a goat out on the stage and not be a country person. Like, I don't understand it. She's like, no, he's, He's such a cocky attitude. But with that, I kind of think, and I'm not being mean to you, it's it's obvious that you're joking when you say half the stuff, but I guess if someone doesn't understand oh, no, no, no. I I could say – I would like to say probably a good 90% of people I've ever become friends with, especially females. Uh-huh. Uh-oh. Every single time they're like, you know, I really hated you. I thought you were kind of rude before I actually talked to you. Every single time. Really? And they're like, I got to know you, man. You're just really funny. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> You're just really funny. Like, OMG. I mean, I am, but, the, I am literally the funniest person I know. Nobody makes me laugh like I do. Oh, well, that's, I mean, that's great. Guys, I'm sorry, but I feel like my hair is all over the place. And I need a haircut. I'm starting to get a little. Well, that's kind of me. Like, that's me. Like, I can't stand bangs. I'm, I guess we'll just do this. Like, my hair is getting super long. So I always try to get them over because, you know, I do the. Part right there and comb it over. So then it gets. I think that's just called balding. No, I'm not really yeah, balding. Look, look at that. You know. 
I mean, I do have a little bit of receding hairline going on a little bit, but not too bad. I need a haircut. I can't say that either because I got curly hair. So some will actually stay where I put it and others will just like, mm. mm-hmm. you wouldn't know because you don't have curly hair. No. Although even with like, if I cut my hair short, my hair <laughs> still like flops to one direction because well, it's so used to being curly. combed. Because it's so used to being combed in the same direction. So, like, it always goes the same way. Right. Speaking of one direction, go to thejavaseeds.com and get your Java Seeds order for you. For just 20% off of your all your purchases that you get, use the promo code BANTER. Got to make sure we show what I'm doing. And all your purchases that you ever make, as long as you type in that promo code of BANTER, will be 20% off. So why not get you some Java Seeds from thejavaseeds.com? I think I might have to. I'm not, they're actually. I'm not a see, big I'm sunflower a big, seed guy, but they're they're pretty good actually. See, I'm a big sunflower seed guy. I'm not a big coffee person. You really can't taste the coffee in the ones I and you know I was actually iffy because I've had. I'm not a big coffee man. I'm a coffee creamer guy. If that makes sense. Yeah, I like and, my I like my creamer with a little bit of coffee in it. And uh, it said medium roast. I see. Medium roast. And that made me really nervous because there's an older man that I used to work with at Tractor Supply, and he would bring some uh, Folgers coffee, and it was the medium roast, and it was horrible. Like, it was just too strong. And I'm like, I don't know if I'm going to like these. But you you really can't taste that strong of coffee. It's really sunflowers just kind of with a, a little coffee bean taste, a little java taste. And it does give you the uh, the oompum to stay awake. I'm trying to think. Caffeine. There we go. Gives you a lot of the caffeine. or I won't say a lot, but it gives you enough caffeine that will keep you awake and aware of what's going on. So I do like them because, uh, to be honest with you, when I do my show, Count the Bucket, on Sundays at 9.30 p.m. Eastern time, we usually stay on until about 11.30 sometimes, and I usually have to get up at 4 a.m. on Monday morning to work our freight truck. Got you on these. Keeps me awake. I probably could have used them today. I had class at uh, nine thirty. You know, I got an eight fifteen wake up call. I think I went to bed at four thirty. A wake up call? What's a wake up call? Do you live in a hotel? Like, Whatever. I had to wake up at eight fifteen. I mean, like for real. Like, do you, is it your mom? Do you like? No, I have an alarm on my phone. It's okay. So, well, I mean, I've never heard a, an alarm called a wake up call. It's it's just making sure I'm still down with it. Didn't know if it was something new there. No, can't say it is. Okay, sounds great then. A wake up call. A no, guy work, over. He had How an about, alarm uh... go off at, at work. I don't know why he was at work, but the alarm went off, and he had he was asking me a math problem. He was like, "Quick, what's this?" Da da da. I'm like, I, I told him the answer. I was like, "Why?" He said, "I have to put in a math equation answer before my alarm will go off to make sure I'm actually awake." I was like. I mean, that's kind of cool, but at the same time annoying because I just want to get news. There's some people that need those. There's there's like some alarms that are like motion activated that won't turn off unless you do 10 jumping jacks. It's for like. Oh, man. I ain't done 10 jumping jacks in a year. Well, it's for very, very heavy sleepers that have like very hard, you know, problems. I guess that could be alarming too. I got to move on after that one. Um We'll get into the baseball, huh? Hey, you know what? The season is over. It's so sad. It is over. over. It's 
it's so weird and like it doesn't make sense because the season is so long that when I say this, it won't make sense. But it almost fell fast. It almost fell fast only because, like, I, but I, then again, I feel like it's this way for every season. Like right now, I'm watching the Thursday night football game. It's week five already. Like that is kind of weird. Like I genuinely, like I, I have a vivid memory of oh, wow. going on, you know, my other show, Generation Who Sports, that ball? after the first after the first week, and like complaining about the Patriots. Like mm-hmm. I have a vivid memory of that. And like I can remember, you know, first game of the season against the Red Sox, Josh Donaldson with a nice walk-off hit up the middle. Um, a lot of up and downs for the Yankees this year, mostly an up, you know. I think they were like 62 and 18 at one point. Then I think they went 18 and 31 in the month of uh I think like 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 in August and you know a little bit before and after that. So you know, it got real bad. And then you know, they finished mm-hmm. I think they finished the season 20 and nine. Bad. Yeah, it was yeah, those were not good times. New York media. How are we doing, Matt? How are we doing? Welcome to the show. We thank you so much for joining. Yeah, facts. Mariners and Phillies in the playoffs. Exciting for me. Twenty-one year drought and an eleven year drought. And both of them has a red player on it. So unbelievable. Listen, I was doing a little homework, a little research, and I almost got pretty sad looking at how many Reds player. From last year's team and this year's team are in the playoffs. It's, yeah, you guys are a poverty. You guys are a poverty franchise. I mean, I almost want to look at it a little bit deeper and see position by position who is where. And if that lineup almost is technically playing in the playoffs, because if they are, could they not have been one team and played well? I mean, let's see. You got to go through it. Castellanos is in the Phillies. That's left field. Castellanos. Uh, Castillo's on the Mariners. So well, let's just try to do outfield. Let's okay. see if we can do that. So we got Jesse Winker for the the Mariners. Right field. Castellanos for uh, like you said the the Phillies. Left field. Uh, just was looking at it earlier. 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 Uh, uh, Naquan. He so played outfield. Him? Yep, he played outfield as well. So, so outfield Matt. is field. Uh, let's see here, Drury, Brandon Drury, yeah, on the Padres, third baseman. Uh, also Suarez, who played short last year, which was a fail, but we, we can put him at short. Let's see here, short. So it looks like second and first. I don't think we could put him anywhere. And then is Stevenson on a playoff team? Uh, Stevenson or catcher? No, 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 no. We tried or we got rid of uh, Tucker Barnhart. He went oh, Tucker tight. Barnhart. Yeah, yeah. Stevenson's still red. Yeah, he's just a sophomore. We ain't getting rid of him. Yeah, okay. But yeah. there's some other players, too, that we actually have traded that are on teams as well, and I can't remember. We'll look at them a little bit, possibly in more in-depth. Uh, so, I mean, yeah, basically everyone on our team for the past two years at least, except for second base and first base. Oh, I'll even go as far as saying – uh. Trammell for uh, the Mariners. Taylor Trammell, I think it is, because he was in our farm system. He never played for the Reds, but he came up in our farm system. Okay. And it's, of course, playing for the Mariners as well. Of course, Castile as well. <laughs> the biggest hater is here. That is true. Jared, hey, listen, hater or not, appreciate you showing up there, boss. Absolutely. Um, Michael, I got some options for you here. Yes, sir. 
we can. Because we're going to do a lot of things on this episode. We got to. Let's, just, let's go ahead. Before the playoffs start. Listen, we have the MLB.com uh, pitcher rankings. of They they uh, they ranked the pitching staff as a whole. Not just the starters. I think it includes the bullpens as well. There's that oh, okay. one through ten list. There is the MLB postseason bracket that we're obviously going to fill out. I think we closed the show with that in my humble opinion. That's um, I was hoping to start. I would also good. say that I think we should give out our our thoughts on who's going to win all the awards. Oh, okay. Um, and I also think maybe we give a most surprising, most disappointing team in each league. Surprising and disappointing? Uh, ML or uh, AL and AL ML. ML. Okay. I think we can do that. So, you know, one disappointing team, one overachieving team in the AL, one in the NL. You know what I mean. Right. Which one do you want to start with, huh? I, I, I would, in my opinion, I say we leave the two playoff topics for the end. So the playoff, the, the bracket, and Pitchers. then the future rankings, I say we leave to the end. You want to go, uh, we want to go here. You want to go the awards? You you want to go disappointments and, and excellence? Or what are we going to do? Let's go awards. Let's just get right into it. Go uh, awards. Your awards. Okay. And, of course, I think we both can agree. Uh, sorry, I'm reading Jared's comment real quick. Just want to bring it up. Sorry, I clicked on it. My bad. Uh, crap, I have to go grab the food real quick. Come back for this? Hey, listen, we'll be here. Don't worry. And if you yeah. miss anything. Just holler. We, we can recap real quick. Not even Fast. that. You can go back and watch it because of YouTube. Or you can listen to it via the pod. So, you know, it's okay. Absolutely. It's okay. So, um, let's just go ahead and get one of the easy ones out of the way because I think we both agree with it. The AL MVP is Otani. Yeah, imagine that. That'll be the day. So, um, okay. Yeah, so obviously it's going to be Judge. Absolutely. I think hands down. Did break the AL record. Um, he ended up hitting the 62nd against the Rangers. And it was getting close there for a second. It was getting real close. I didn't think I, – I honestly didn't think he was going to do it. And the only reason I say that is because I have never – I think he made his debut in 2016. It was at the end of the year. So he was a full. I think he became a full time starter in 2017 because that's when the Astros won the World Series, right? 2017. That was their cheating year. Yes, because he was Rookie of the Year that year, and they stole the MVP away from him. Um, but so I've been watching him since 2017, five years. Not one time, and I, I don't. Not one time have I seen him like even shrug his shoulders type of emotion. Mm-hmm. Like he hits, he hits a home run, drops the bat, runs around the bases. He strikes out. The only thing he does because it's this weird little tradition. Every time he gets out at, like strikes out, gets out, whatever batting, he throws his gum out. That's the only time. That's the only thing I have seen him ever do. Okay. And so he doesn't hit it the three games at Yankee Stadium against the Orioles, which is very disappointing because the crowd in Texas when he did hit the home run was very pro Yankee. I mean, the Rangers are out of it. They have nothing to play for. Everybody was there to see if Judge was going to break the record. Um, And they went crazy when he did hit it. So, like, I really wish that happened in the Bronx, especially because, Michael, I've been – you know, I follow the the John Boy and everybody, and they have the Talking Mm -hmm. Yanks page. I cannot – I am foaming at the mouth to watch a Yankee playoff game in the Bronx because the energy there – like, they they posted a clip from the uh, wild card game against the Twins, I believe – 
Mm-hmm. You know how everybody gets really loud when there's two strikes or everything? It was like that from the first pitch, before the first pitch was even thrown oh, throughout the game. I can't wait. And they haven't played a playoff game in the Bronx in a while because I think 2018? No, it might have been – it might have been 2018 because that I don't know. I think they, I don't know what they did in 2019. And then 2020 obviously was the uh, COVID year. So there were no playoff. All, that was all in the bubble. Mm-hmm. 2021, they were the wild card team and they played in Boston. And then now this year, they're finally going to be able to play uh, back in the Bronx. So it's been a while. It's been a while. But anyway, I got off track, but I got excited because I can't wait to watch the playoffs. Um, so he doesn't hit it in, in in New York against Baltimore. He doesn't hit it the first game against the Rangers. And then they play a doubleheader on Tuesday. And I think it was Tuesday at least. Um, first game of the doubleheader, he doesn't hit it again, and he strikes out. And he took his helmet off, and he slammed it back into, like, the little, you know, helmet-holding area. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, that's a little weird. <laughs> like, I've – it's like it's genuinely weird because I've never seen him show any any emotion, and right. that's when you that's when you're kind of like, okay, like this is this is getting to him, and and weirdly enough, and people are gonna think like, oh, you're sucking up the judge, whatever. I really don't think it was getting to him as the fact of like he he's like really pressing to break the record. I really think he thought he was annoying people, like he he's very oh, team yeah. oriented. Like I said, when he hit his 60th to tie Babe Ruth and then Stan hit the walk off grand slam, they didn't even want to interview Stan. Like the the Yankee sideline reporter Meredith Morakovitz, um, went to go interview Judge, and he went into the dugout. He's like, "No, no, no, I'm not." He's like, "I'm not talking." And then you know, after in the post game press conference, he apologized to her. Actually, he's like, "Sorry, I just wanted him to get his moment." Um, but so he slams his helmet down, and then the second game of the doubleheader, obviously first at bat, uh, I believe he took a two two pitch, put it into the stands breaks the AL home run record. So really cool there. Really cool there. Uh, he didn't win the triple crown. He lost it by, I believe, 0. 0.04. Oh, um, wow. I think he batted 311. Luisa Rise batted 315. So obviously doesn't get the triple crown, but he led the league in war, OPS. Um, I wonder if who, – who did you say won the uh, average? Luisa Rise. I wonder if he played the last game. Like, you know, I think he did play the last game. I think he went one for four, but okay. Judge would have had to go like, I think Judge four would have had to go right. like four for four. And actually, I think the Twins played a doubleheader the last game, the last day of the year. Oh. And I think Arise would have had to go 0 for eight in the doubleheader. Hmm. But also, the thing with him is, I guess he had a little bit of a hamstring thing, apparently. So okay. he didn't play a lot, you know, like down the stretch of the season. Mm-hmm. And I, I mean, listen, it. If he's injured, he's injured. Like, I'm not going to be like, whatever. But, you know, it could also be a little, hey, you know, they're not really pitching a judge anymore. You got him by points now. You really want to play? You sure? Um, But, yeah, I think he tied with Pete Alonzo um, of the Mets uh, for the most RBIs in the league. Um, Obviously, the league in home runs, led the league in runs. I think he was fourth in batting average as a – like as in the MLB or something like that. I don't know. Or fifth maybe. But, yeah. obviously Still good. Uh, oh, yeah. Obviously an unbelievable season. Um, and, listen, I'll, I'll – absolutely, if this is – if this was a normal season by Judge, like if Judge hit – if he had the exact same stats but hit 
like 50, even I'll say even 50 home runs. I st- I think they would they would give the MVP to Otani. And I and listen, as a Yankee fan and a and a judge person, I would be upset about that because I think that that's a very you know unbelievable season to, mm-hmm. to not win an MVP in. But what Otani is doing does deserve a lot of attention, obviously. Um, he's the first person since the mound was moved back um, to where it is now. What, what was it, 60 feet, 6 inches? Something Which like that. Like, it was in 18, 18, yeah. not 19, like 1890 to, oh, like, okay. yeah, to like lead to qualify or something like that. He did something that hasn't been done since like 1890. So wow. what he is doing is also historic in the way of like – you know, nobody has qualified to do what he's done in a long time. Like nobody has qualified to be a pitcher and a hitter in the same season since like 1920s or something like that. Mm-hmm. So that's amazing. But you had to have an historic historic season to to win the MVP from Otani, and that's exactly what Judge did. Like I said, if he hit 50 home runs, batted 311, had the 131 RBIs, I would sit up here. I would make my case for Judge because that's my guy. But they would probably give it to Otani, and I guess I really wouldn't have a kick coming to me. But um, he hit 62 home runs. He, he's the he's the fourth player in MLB history to ever do it. Um, almost won a triple crown. And here's the thing for me that wins it more than what he did. In the month of August and a little bit before that, when they were struggling, uh-huh. he is literally – and listen, you know me, Michael. I watched all of their games. Right, he is legitimately the only reason they won a game. Like I agree, one hundred percent. Were terrible, and it wasn't even like. And here's the other thing too, which I, he only broke the record because people kept pitching to him. I have no idea why people did pitch to him, Michael. He was the only person in that lineup who could hit. Like I one, remember that lineup I showed you. Uh, you know. Oh yeah, absolutely. And but you know, where everybody that's something. Injured, like, why did anybody pitch to him? And that's something that doesn't get talked about much, too, is he did these numbers, too, with no one really to protect him. Exactly. that, And that's what I'm saying. I think that makes it a little bit more impressive. Like, mm-hmm. if Stanton was behind him the entire season and Stanton had 40 home runs and batting, you know, even 250, or, uh, you know, Rizzo was behind him who hit, you know, 34 home runs and was batting two, you know, in the 220s. Like, that's some protection. But, like, there were points in the season where, like, his protection was Glaber Torres. And Glaber Torres, like, Ended the year very strong, very good September. Right. In August, he had the lowest OPS in baseball. Like, he was one of the worst hitters in baseball. Absolutely. Otani needs to trade to a team that he can win with. I would love to see it. I really would. I don't of course, because it would be like the Yankees. Well, I mean, it would be a team that has a lot of money, I'll tell you that. So it would be the Mets, Yankees, the Dodgers, hmm. you know, the typical. The Reds. Yeah, of course. Get a new yeah. owner. Um Listen, I will have to say this, and obviously when I said Otani earlier, as far as the MVP, I'm joking. It has to be judged this year. But, you know, Otani is definitely being a fan favorite very quickly, I think, oh, yeah. just uh, by storm. Even I don't know if you've seen the highlight that to kind of show where he got hit in the uh, arm or the elbow, and, you know, he acted like, oh, it's hurt. I, yeah, stuff. I he trotted down first base. The dude doesn't even know English that much, but yet he looked at the first baseman and said, you tomorrow, you know, because yeah, he's pitching yeah. the next day. Like, that was comical and great stuff. And, of course, he smiled the whole time he did it. I wanted to see if he actually hit the person tomorrow or that day or hit anyone. I don't think he did. I think it would have been on news and I didn't see anything. Oh, yeah. But he's actually having a good time, and I think that's great for the sport, too, just because he is a face of 
MLB now. But yeah, I will say this. I think he needs to be traded, but the Angels really aren't too far away from being good. Like you they still have, have Trout. Terrible pitching. They, yeah, and they drafted every position. Well, every draft every, pick they every had draft this pick was year a pitcher, yep. was a pitcher. But that's a different story. Let's not get tied up on the Angels or anything. But yes, I think AL MVP hands down is Judge. Now, I do want to ask you this: Do you think at some point we come up with a new award for? I hate to say for Otani, but for players who are on the Otani caliber? I I don't think you can only because like who else is gonna do it? Like what are you gonna like what are you gonna do? Make a two-way player award? Like he'd be the only person to ever win it. Like nobody like literally nobody else in the entire majors is doing it. So like that that would be like like that'd be making like an Aaron Judge award be like the best hitter six eight and above. Right. Like nobody else is. So like yeah he would win it every year. So like if this was a situation where, but how do you not give it to Otani every year though? I think you can. Seriously, I really do think you can. Like, I don't think you can. I mean, there's gonna earning yes, but I think after a while, like, well, I don't know how long he's gonna be able to do both. That's. I mean, I mean, I don't know how old he is now. Twenty six. Is he really? I don't know. I made that up. Let's see. Let's check how old he is. He's 28. Okay, see? That's close. So, I mean, he's obviously not very old, but I still I still do wonder how long he can do it. And then obviously there's the, you know, knock on wood type of thing of injuries and mm-hmm. and everything of that. And, you know, say he, say he starts, you know, struggling at pitching. Does he just, all right. Hang that part of my career is over. I'm going to just hit bat now. Or if maybe he all of a sudden can't hit a baseball anymore, is he like, okay, I can pitch. So I wonder how long he does both. But um, I just don't think you can make an, like an Otani award type of thing mm-hmm. because there's like he's literally going to be the only person to win it. <laughs> like the like only we joke way- that we can give him the MVP every year. He literally could be the only person to win that other award that they did make one. See, I – I almost – oh, yeah, here's another one. Uh, and, of course, he was an ex-Cardinal. But Rick Ankiel did it. Actually, he tried to pitch, and he didn't really make it as a pitcher. And he would uh, bat DH every now and then. And then he moved to, I think, center field, I believe it was, and, and became more of a positional player. So, I mean, even using Rick as an example, he was borderline there. Another angel is uh, Michael Lorenzen that used to play for the Reds. He is a player that could do it if they give him a chance. When he played for the Reds, we would DH him quite a bit. Uh, and, uh, 2018, 19, maybe we even played him in some in outfield later in the games. Be it, like if our bench was low or our bullpen was low, we put him in the outfield so he could go back to pitch if it, or needed to pitch, he could. There we go. But uh, so, I mean, there is some cases where it's kind of getting more relevant, but not on a Otani level. Yeah. But I almost want to say, could there possibly be, okay, we have an NL MVP, an AL MVP. Could we have a MLB MVP? Um, because every sport other than well, baseball but, but has an th- MVP. Yeah. Not broken down like this. I guess, I guess the only thing with that is, though, like. How do you give an AL MVP yeah, to a player? how do you give an AL and not- an NL and then, like. 
wouldn't those two be the front runner for the MLB one? I mean, technically, you would think, unless you just said, well, the most best player can't win both awards. Uh, well, listen, that's the thing that annoys me with with the MVP in every sport. Like, okay, have your MVP and and stay true to what the letters mean. Give it to the most valuable player mm-hmm. in the sport. So I would give it in the AL to judge because if you take him off the team, they wouldn't even be a wild – they would be awful. They would have won 70 games maybe without judge. Um, and then, yeah, My like have – Sorry if you can hear it. <laughs> so have the true MVP valuable mm-hmm. and then have like a – I don't know, best best player or or some something of that nature where it's like, yeah, you you were the MVP, but like, yeah, this team might most have lost. all around player. Not, not even all around. Like, okay, like so for Otani, like he could win if you want to give it to him, like you know, best player in MLB because he, he did what he did. But you have, but give Judge the MVP because that team is terrible without him. Like without, mm-hmm. like yeah, don't get me wrong, the Angels are worse without Otani. Obviously, I'm not saying that they mm-hmm. would be better. But they were a last place team anyway. Like right. they're not last place because they're they were with the A's. They were a fourth place team anyway. Like how much worse could it have possibly gotten? Mm-hmm. Like speaking of the A's, that's a good storyline there. I don't know if you've seen it. The uh, catcher. Oh, Stephen Vote. Yep, his last at bat. His kids announced the him call up, and then he oh, hits a home yeah. run. Also, his first ever plate appearance, hit a home run. In. Oh, really? The ESPYs are for? I mean, the ESPYs. Theoretically, yeah. I mean, yeah, but the ESPYs isn't like an actual. It's not like you're. Like, ESPYs like, are a little political, too, like, in yeah, a way. Like, would know? you rather win an ESPY or like your MVP? You know Can I mean? we have a mop, most outstanding player, and it goes to either? Because, yeah. you know, I, I, I'm 100% with you on that the letter V, and it gets overlooked big time because oh, yeah. valuable to me, is so much loose, loosely in the way that they look at a uh, MVP candidate because the most valuable player on a team, if that person wasn't on that team, that team would not be the same team. And, like, mm-hmm. I don't see how, one, a pitcher can really be the most valuable player ever, technically, because it's one every five games. I mean, the only way you can do that was, like, Kershaw's year. I think Kershaw had, like, a one – had like a one nine ERA, won like twenty I, games. I hate to be this man, but it's still won every five games. I mean, it's no, what, yeah, I mean, twenty five games that he maybe appeared in or something like that. Sorry, my nose is itching. At the most, thirty games out of one hundred and sixty two. How can that whole, be most valuable? That's a whole different argument. I still, to this day, I don't understand how pitchers are the highest paid players. I mean, I guess it's because they are so rare, and like you need starting pitching in the playoffs and things like that. Then again, I don't know if you really do anymore because bullpens are so into the MLB. But like, I don't know how. I don't know why pitchers are always the highest paid players in 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 the MLB. When like, I'd much rather pay my position player who's playing a hundred. Like Judge played one hundred and fifty seven games. Like, I'd much rather pay him forty million than than somebody else. Uh, you I mean, know, I'm with actually you. the only the only two players this year to play one hundred and sixty two games. Matt Olson and I think Dansby Swanson did it. Oh. Okay. Only two players in the entire MLB. Anyway, listen, we got off track here. Yeah, we're, we're um, yeah. NL MVP. NL MVP. I think it's pretty easy. Uh, Paul Goldschmidt. Goldschmidt. 
batted 319, um, 35 home runs, 114 RBIs. Like, even had think. seven stolen bases. Did it have seven stolen bases? That is true. Uh, I think that's pretty easy. Um, AL Cy Young, I also think is pretty easy. Justin Verlander came back from Tommy John and maybe put up the greatest season of his career. <laughs> Had a 1 8 ERA, 170 like innings, 143 strikeouts. Old. Yeah. What is he, 39? 30, 30, I thought he was 39 or something like that. I, don't, I think he is almost 40. I was just. He might, he might be 40. I remember us talking about his age preseason on that paper I had printed out, but I cannot remember what it was. I'll tell you right now, he is 39. 39. Cease, I think, is his name for the White Sox, has had a pretty good year. Yeah, he had a great – yeah, no, he had an unbelievable year. It's just – But Verla- Verlander at 1.8 ERA in this era where you swing for the fences is pretty phenomenal, especially for the whole year of 175 strikeouts next to 28 walks. I think that's really good. Yeah. Um, and Al Cy Young, another one. A lot of these awards, I'm not, I'm not going to lie, I don't have much – like disagreeing with a lot of these awards. Yeah, like it's Sandy hard to argue. Al- Sandy Alcantara for the, for Miami, um, mm-hmm. 2.28 ERA, had a whip of 0.98. Like, that is very, very impressive. 228 innings, 207 strikeouts, only 50 walks. Mm-hmm. He, I mean, he was dominant uh, uh, for a large portion of the year. AL Rookie of the Year. I would say that I'm going to go a little bit. I mean, I'm with you as far as Sandy winning it, but I think Braves pitcher Max, I always say fried, but I know it's not that. Freed, I think he could put up a chance to possibly compete there, but I do think it's Sandy to lose. Uh, Obviously, the season's over with. I think it would be dramatic if, for some reason, Sandy did not win that with just that whip alone. Uh, 207 strikeouts is great. The weird thing for me is, like – and I, and I wait, listen. I didn't watch the Dodgers play, so I, you know maybe there's some more to this than I'm. The Dodgers that comes to the eye. Yeah, hold on, I'm getting there. But okay. Julio Urias had a had a 2.16 ERA, which is better. Seven it went 17 and seven, 166 strikeouts, 41 walks. I guess the thing with him is he only pitched 175 innings, where Sandy was at I believe 228. Yeah, but I mean technically, man had a better ERA. So, I'm um, you know, but hey, I don't I like I said I don't disagree. But like watching Julio on here, like I'm looking at you know some what they think the voting break, breakdown is going to be. Mm-hmm. And coming in third is just weird to me. Like I feel like those stats itself say like second place at least. But <laughs> right, yeah. um, I mean I'm with you. AL Rookie of the Year, uh, Julio uh, Rodriguez. Yeah, I mean, I, <laughs> there's no we knew that no like. Three weeks into the season, yeah, I mean he he's been unbelievable. I mean he batted two eighty four, hit twenty seven home runs, twenty five stolen bases. Like that wasn't very difficult. Yeah, um, that's good. Not as a rookie. No, that's yeah, that's a good year. <laughs> like us, mm-hmm. like <laughs> that's a very very good year for anybody. Yeah. On the NL Rookie of the Year can get a little weird, and the craziest thing is they're both brave players. <laughs> um, Michael Harris. He batted 296, 19 home runs, 64 RBIs, 20 stolen bases. Um, so he was, you know, very, very good throughout the year. Uh, what I'm looking mm-hmm. at here has him winning the award. But then you go to Spencer Strider, who, you know, was a, a pitcher for them. Had 131 innings pitched, 11 wins, uh, 2.67 ERA, and 202 strikeouts in 131 innings. So he had an unbelievable year as well. So, I mean, 
I, I wouldn't be mad at either one of them winning. It's crazy mm-hmm. that, that they're both brave players and they're both right there at the top. But um, yeah, that's they're well, like that's unbelievable for them. That is a very very good job out of them. Um, AL Manager of the Year, oh, man, I know he's gonna win. Uh-huh. Well, like I kind of wish Brandon Hyde of the Orioles would win, but I think Ooh. you're gonna give it to Terry Francona because the Guardians. I think every like literally everybody had the Guardians finishing like third or fourth in the division. They're the youngest team in baseball, youngest team in baseball, and they won their division. Right. Made the playoffs, like so. I think you have to give it to Terry. But like, I would like to see Brandon Hyde of the Orioles win it because that, listen, they were supposed to be one of the worst teams in baseball ended mm-hmm. up, you know, fighting for a wild card spot. till honestly the last week of the season. Um, and then obviously they didn't, they didn't get it, but put, they put together an unbelievable year. So I wouldn't be, uh, I wouldn't be too upset if you, if you won either. Um, but you have any thoughts on that? Are you giving it to Well, I'm just going to say, I mean, yes, respectfully for the guardians, uh, Terry Francona, obviously a good manager for years now. I wouldn't mind seeing, I think it's Scott, can't think of his last name for the Mariners. Yes, I wouldn't mind seeing him just for the fact of what lineup they have changed, me being a Reds fan, seeing that the players that they've gotten and molded that lineup to actually be relevant right away. Uh, They've taken vets, they've got to regular the year and all this stuff and actually have a chance at winning the World Series right now. So. It's a long shot on that, obviously, uh, but I'd, I mean, I think it'd be nice to see him on there. But yeah, I, I don't disagree. I, I don't think he has a shot. But just before the fact, what is it? What do we say? Twenty-one years since the last time they've been in the playoffs. Yep, longest so, streak I mean, in the majors. So I mean, the fact that it's the longest streak, and now they're in there. So I don't know. I'd like to see him win it. Uh, I don't know if they can go this on how far they go in the playoffs. Any? Nah, just a regular season award. That's what I was thinking. So I don't know. And honestly, Terry Francona. I mean, he's a name that we already know. So I mean, I'd like for someone else to win it. That's not really a, a big known name. If that. No, I, I guess fair. Mean, um, and then the NL Manager of the Year, I think. Listen, <laughs> they had. Be. It has to be Dave Roberts. Like it has to be. I mean, I guess down. it doesn't. It's like a, like well, how much did you really have to do? And and I would say that with not because of the Dodgers and they're very analytical. I just mean like with that type of lineup and pitching staff. Right. Like, I mean, I don't know what you really had to do, but he's going to win Manager of the Year because they won mm-hmm. like one hundred and nine, like nine hundred games. So, like, I would be okay with Buck Showalter. So, I I would also be okay with that. I mean, because they have, that's the way team. they were last year. Well, that was all, but I mean, that's also another team where I think they had the second highest payroll in baseball. So it's kind of like, okay, like you had a very good team, but I think, listen, I think it's Dave Roberts pretty easily there because mm-hmm. I mean that I think I think they had the fifth, fifth or sixth somewhere around there best record in the history of baseball. So I mean, oh really? King Connie of Winterfell, and Lord Michael of King's Landing. Okay. Doing my best Vic impression. I see you, Josh. I see. I appreciate it. Oh, okay. Vic is, you know, Mike, you remember Vic is always the one that comes in and calls me what Michael Strahan. I'm with you. Oh, yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Because it's Logan is his name, right? Yeah, it's weird. Like yeah. it's, the thing on YouTube says like Logan something, but yeah. it's Vic. So okay. Yeah, I know. 
I can I see you, Josh, trying to do your best. It's Thank funny you for jumping in here, Josh. Appreciate I like that, the, man. I like, I like I like the king thing though. Appreciate it. Michael, I just watched you ever watch Lord of the Rings? Uh, yeah. Well, listen, how am I supposed to know? Maybe you think it's stupid. It, I mean, it literally came out when I was young. So I mean Well, I mean it doesn't mean you like it. Yes, yes, Connie. I have I, watched uh, Lord of the Rings. I just I just re I had seen them all, but I hadn't seen them in like in order and mm-hmm. Like all the way through in a, in a while, and I, I have my brother's HBO Max. Went on mm-hmm. and watched all of them. Big fan. Hey, look at Josh here. Yeah, go Mariners. I think I think that's Josh. You are you going full Mariners because for your boy Clayton? Is that why we're going full Mariners here? Listen, I am torn, and we will get to it. But I am torn. Uh, let's see. Any other awards to give out here? I mean, I think they do like reliever of the year as well. Yeah, now. we don't. They have like the Trevor Hoffman and the Mariano Rivera award. Listen, the NL is going to be easy. They're going to give it to Edwin Diaz. He struck out like literally every single person that he faced the entire season. Okay. Um, I have to say this. I didn't want to interrupt you while you were talking about Judge, but I forgot to uh, when we moved on. So this broke while we were alive here. Albert Pujols actually revealed that he – was so close to retiring in June of this year in the really? midseason. Yes, on a MLB.com interview, he just said that he was very close to retiring midseason. Oh, that blows my mind. Probably because the pressure. I mean, not that pressure like he was trying to avoid it, but I don't think he really started out that good. No, he was like, I think he tied Judge for the most home runs in the second half. Yeah, so that's I'm probably the first half. He's just like, you know, why am I even playing? Because last year when he got cut, traded, if you want to call it, they went to the Dodgers. You know, that had to been playing on him a little bit, negative in the head. Okay, you play every other day or so often with the Dodgers. You go back to the Cardinals to retire, basically, and it's not going as well as he would like it. And he is. Oh, a lot of family stuff was going on around then. Okay, and he is a father, a good father, family man too. So I don't know what was going on, but I just was going to say that, you know, maybe he just wanted to say, hey, I'm in a point in my career where I'd rather be home with my family instead of going through this mental challenge that he's going through. Thank goodness for us as yeah. fans, he didn't. And that's awesome. So yeah, there's, I just been, there's, been a lot of, there's been a lot of cool moments this season. Uh, it really has. There's his 700. The Miguel oh, 162 I, games. I mean, we. I feel like it gets forgotten because it's happened. In, I think it happened in April, but Miguel Cabrera got his 3,000 hit. Oh um, yeah, yep. Judge with the 62. Um, obviously, Pools with the 700. 703, uh, I think. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think he got up to 703 or maybe 704. Mm-hmm. I can't remember. Um, I need 16 yards from Russ and 15 from Pitt. Pray for me. I I got you, Josh. Although I'm not sure though, because I did see that Russ was going into that blue tent. So, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I, listen. I'm hoping he's all right though. 15 yards, which direction? I would assume positive, Michael. I know, but they've they've been going the opposite way quite a bit in this yeah, game. Yeah, no, this game is absolutely terrible. Good thing. You got but I'll team. tell you what, I'm glad I got the Broncos defense on one of my leagues because uh, they're doing well for me. Yep, I forgot about that. Wayno and uh, Molina broke the MLB record as battery mates. They also, I believe, in the last—I don't know—was it the last game of the season that they that they 
uh, pitched together, and then they were both taken out at the same time. Mm-hmm. So that was a nice little moment as well. Um, man, a lot of stuff happened this year, I feel like. A lot of – I mean, nobody else cares besides Yankee fans, but uh, Garrett Cole broke the Yankee all-time strikeout record for a season. Actually, in the same game that Judge hit a 62nd, the top of the inning, Judge hit 62 to break the AL record, bottom of the inning – Garrett Cole struck somebody out to set the Yankee record. It was kind of weird. Um, yeah, the Broncos have me 18 points right now. Thank you, Broncos. Russ playing, you can't bet negative passing yards, Mike. <laughs> I mean, might as well. It was a good season for baseball. Yeah, this is – It really the, was. The only thing that I will say, which is, is weird, because I feel like in every sport, no matter how many games there are and, like, how you know weird the season – it was kind of weird for me that the last games of the year this year didn't mean anything. Like, ev- like oh, because last year for you guys, it was, yeah. Well, like, literally, like, the last game of the season this year, there was nothing to play for for any team in the MLB. Like, literally nothing. Because the Braves had clinched the day before. Mm-hmm. The Yankees had already clinched. Like, all the playoff spots had been clinched. Like, so that was the only thing. I, I, in a way, I kind of wish that the, that the Braves lost the first two games to the Marlins and the Mets won the first two games. So then that last game of the uh-huh. season – that like that last game of the season, so because then that then it makes it fun. Like the last game of the mm. season, oh my gosh! Imagine the Braves get swept and the Mets sweep whoever they're playing, and now they they jump back on top. Like that would have been you know something. Well, be sorry, but but, hey, it Josh. Work. It looks like there were seven yards, but it was the wrong way. Yes. Yeah, What's game. crazy talking about the the Braves and the Mets, and I'm sorry, I'm kind of paying attention to that sack there for you but, or with you, but I seen a uh, – I want to say it was on Instagram on MLB.com's Instagram page. The I read it off to my wife. That's how crazy it was. I want to say the Mets led for 153 days or games was in first yeah, place. They, they led like the entire season. And the Braves were only in first place for like seven games, and they clinched the division. Yeah, that's very possible. I mean, I mean, that, I mean, and I mean, we're going to get into the playoff bracket and everything, but that series over the weekend, uh, you know, we had talked about it the previous episode. How the mm-hmm. I can't, I can't believe the Mets didn't win a game. Like, it, it's it, it's difficult to call the collapse on the Mets' part for the simple fact. Like if you extrapolated out the second half, the Braves would have went would have won 114 games with the with the pace that they were playing at 114, really? and I think the Mets would have won like 100. So they both played very well, right? But the Braves just played like lots out. I mean, a hundred better better than the Dodgers games. They would have won 114 games from the second half of the season on. Like that is insanity so it's hard to call the collapse but then you look at certain moments like right the Mets got swept by the Cubs <laughs> swept by the Cubs I think they lost two out of three of the Nationals uh they split a series with the with the Pirates uh, I think they went on like a 12 there was like a, a little I don't know I think they went like eight and nine in a stretch of games against teams under 500 like late in the season oh, like, yeah. like really late September or something like that. Like you mm-hmm. obviously can't have that happen when you're trying when you're battling for a division. But um, yeah, I mean the Mets went in there and got swept out of the building, and that Braves. Listen, we don't we talk about like home field advantage, and Michael, this is what I'm kind of excited about a little bit too for baseball now. Mm-hmm. 
And I mean, it's very easily like negated because you could just go back to the old fashioned way. Mm-hmm. But everybody's using Pitchcom now. Like those loud, like Yankee Stadium, the Braves, like some of those places that are, like Seattle is going to be insane. Like all, all those places where there's like actual, like loud atmospheres. I wonder if people are going to have trouble with the Pitchcom. Because, like, I've seen it, like, even a Sunday night game or, or, like, a normal game throughout the season, like, the pitchers have to, you know, hold their hold their glove up to their ear to try and hear the pitch. Right. And this is the playoffs now. Like, people are going out of their minds. It's going to be a sellout every single game and be on their feet the entire game. Like, I wonder if, you know, they're going to have to be like, you know, I, time out. Like, come here. I don't. I have no idea what you're right. pressing right now. I mean, and like I said, it's easily negated. You just go back to throwing down signs like they've done for the last 180 years. Right. But, I, but listen, that's the other thing. A lot of people have gotten comfortable to the pitch con the entire season. So, like, mm-hmm. are they now kind of like weary of going back to the old fashioned way? Like, that's the that's the one thing that like maybe a home field advantage can really be now. Because mm-hmm. I think the Braves, could they not just go with like an earpiece? I mean, I, I I assume, but like maybe that's not approved because you would I mean think how would that be? Jeez. You would think that they would have done that already, though, wouldn't you? Like, well, I don't know. I don't. I've never really understood why they have like the whole sidebar thing in their hat when mm-hmm. they could have just had, you know, an earpiece in. Um, I don't know. I don't know, but I'm. I think the Braves have like the best home field advantage because I mean, you, I don't know if you watched any of that series, Michael. Mm-hmm. The like when the when the Mets take out a pitcher, and I guess they do it for every the lights go out, yeah, the yeah. lights go out, and they're doing. Oh my god, like. Playoff baseball is so good. It really is so good. And I am I'm pretty pumped up. Like there and like these wild card series, like don't get me wrong, I really loved the game, but it also sucked in a way that you play 162 games and you have one bad game and you're out. So like I kind of do like the series for that part, mm-hmm. but I, I think that these are just really good matchups this year. Like we're gonna get into the bracket, obviously, like we said, but do we want to go ahead and do it? I was gonna say let's well let's let's do this first. I want to do the the pitching staff rankings. Okay. Do you want to do the the team real quick? The the. Oh, I forgot about that. I did. Look at you, Michael. Um, listen, I think it's pretty easy for me. The most surprising team in the AL was the Orioles. Like, they, they almost made. What the about the Guardians? No. Listen, the Guardians were supposed to be like you know a pretty bad team, like a little bit mm-hmm. under five hundred. I I. I, listen, I'm speaking for myself at least. Right. I thought for, I thought the Orioles were losing 90 games, 100 games, something of that. And you know what? The season's over. Playoffs. What are we doing? Yeah, it's true. The season is over. Let's see how good we did. I think I I definitely did better than you. Okay. I know I got the AL East wrong though. AL East. We'll start there. AL East. You said. Did you have the Jays? I did. I thought they were going to win like 110 games. No, you had them at 99. You've got Blue Jays 99. I have them at 97. You've got the Rays at 96. I have them at 94. You've got the Yankees at 92. I have them at 90. You've got the Red Sox at 90. I have them at 86. You've got the Orioles at 66, and I have them at 60. So with that – I mean, the Yankees won 99, which is what you said, the Blue Jays. So the Blue Damn, Jays let me, were let me 92. Pull up the standings. Okay. Let me pull up the standings. 
tell uh, everybody the whole the, the whole audience can see yeah let's do this let's go over here we'll go back to Streamyard. and it cracks me up as you're doing this that beginning of the year too if you remember like the mlb everyone was talking about the yankees the the jays the blue jays and the they all had like the exact same win total yeah yeah like 97 or something so let's see. Yankees win 99, Blue Jays at 92, Rays at 86. I, I did not think the Rays won that little of the games. I thought they were. I, I thought they were in the 90s. Yeah. Uh, Baltimore 80. Man, they won 83 games. They really went over 500. That is crazy. Yeah. We missed them by over 20. Under. And then, and then the Red Sox at 78. Which I wasn't really too far off on that one. I said 86, but which is crazy. Yeah, they couldn't. Because, I mean, and listen, honestly, what the Rays did is still impressive, though. I and mean, they won 86 games. I think at one point they had like 22 people on the IL, like at the <laughs> same time. Right. I mean, I'm with you on that. So, I mean, they still had an unbelievable season. Um, all right. What about the Central? How do we do in the Central? AL Central. Uh, let's see here. Checking through. Okay. We both had White Sox winning, Twins in second, Tigers in third. Guardians in fourth and the Royals in fifth. Well, we got the Royals last, correct? Yeah. So we had where they go. Okay, White Sox. You had them at ninety six. I had them at ninety two. What they get? Eighty one and eighty one. Michael, do you know that that like as a franchise they're five hundred? Really? That's yeah. Crazy. Like in their last two hundred and fifty games, they're five hundred. Uh-huh. In their last hundred games, they're five hundred. Like all like all the way down that line, they're five hundred. It's the weirdest wow. thing ever. So the Twins, I had at 84. You had them at 85. Okay. They won so, I mean, 78. I mean, that's not too bad off. If we're within 10, I think it's pretty good, don't you? Uh, I'll, I'll, accept, I'll accept it as a small W. Okay. Uh, the Tigers, I had at 78. You had at 76. I was 10 off. What were they? They're 66 and 96. Okay. Yeah, I didn't get the W there. The Guardians, I had them at 73. You had them at 70. Yeah. Sorry, Cleveland. They won won 92. They won 92 and 70. Yeah. And then the Royals, I had them at 69. You had them at 70. All right. They won 65. Okay. How about the West? The West AL West. Okay. We had Dodgers, Padres. AL West. Oh, you're right. I'm sorry. We had you had the Astros. I had the Mariners. And what did I have their win total at? Ninety. I had them at eighty-five. Damn, that's it. Yeah, they won one hundred and six, though. You know. Yeah. Wrong. The there. Mariners. You had them at eighty-three. I had them at ninety. Hey, hey, oh, hey. Okay. Uh, then we had the Angels. You had them at eighty-four. I had them at eighty-one. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's not bad for both of us. I don't think. Yeah. Well, you're closer. Then we had the Rangers at 80, both. Jesus. Mm. And then we had A's at 70. Really? Yes. What was I thinking? Well, they had some good pitchers, and we, we kind of put them at 70, I want to say, thinking that if they didn't really trade too many of their young players and stayed relevant a little bit. 
Yeah. It did not happen. How are we doing in the NL East? East. Let's see here. I had Phillies number one. You had the Braves number one. Hey. How many wins did I have in that? 93. Damn. I had them at 92. They won 101, so you know. The Phillies I had at 93. You had at 90. Okay. So you hey, did. Well, we, yeah. I'll take it we had the Mets. I had the Mets at 90. You had them at 91. Okay. I was 10 off. I'll take it. Yeah. The Mar- uh, Marlins, 83. Me, 81. You. So wrong, but you know, whatever. And the Nationals, we had at 70 each. We had a little more faith in them. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we thought Juan Soto would probably still be on the this team. Is, this is a true statement. How are we doing in the Central? <sighs> Sorry, Jared, because I'm sure you're still watching, but we had the Brewers winning. I had them at 90. You had them at 88. Oh, so I, thought it was, I was very close, 86. Yeah. Yeah. Cardinals, I had at 87. You had them at 86. Okay. The Reds, I had at 80. I'm sorry, 78. You had them at 75. Wrong. They'll, you know, 62. The Cubs, 75, 77. Oh, very close. They won 74. Okay. Yes. So, I mean, we did good. I did better, but we did good. Yep. Just throwing that out there. And then the Pirates, 60 and 61. Hey. Okay. Hey. So we did much better in the we NL did, except for my very Reds. good. We did very good in the NL Central, I'll say. And then yes. we close it out with, our, with the West. How did we do in the West? The Dodgers, you had at 107. Damn. I had at 97. So you did good on that one. Padres in second. I had them at 94, 93. So we overshot that, which yeah. they did kind of. Still 89. Pop. They were good. Yeah. Then we had the Giants, 84, 82. Okay, they, and they went 81 and 81. Yeah, so, I mean, that's good. You had an 82. That's real close. Rockies, I had 86. You had 70. Okay, I did good there. They won 68, what are they? 68, 90. Hey, I, I picked that one right on then. Oh, I thought you said the Rockies, didn't you? Yeah. What, oh, what I'm sorry, I? the Giants. I'm sorry, wow. Giants, 84, 82. I'm sorry. Giants 84 82. We did good there. Okay. The Rockies, I had 68. You had 70. We oh, okay. still did good there. I did so, great. Yeah. Diamondbacks 62 68. They won 74. Who would have known? Yeah. You so, know, still not I mean, hey, we I did much better good. in the NL, but I mean, for our first time really doing that, I think we did pretty good. I, I agree. Especially when we actually. Landed on a couple correct. I mean, I did, but you know, hey, I got real close on some of these. I'm proud of myself. I think I got, I might have got, did I get the, did I get the NL East order correct? No, we both had the, no, wait, I'm sorry. You had the Braves, Mets, and Phillies. Yeah. Oh, and then Miami and Nationals? Mm-hmm. Okay. Hell yeah. I got it correct. In that order, let's go. And yeah, I had the Phillies, Braves, Mets, Mar- Marlins. Nation. All right, so I guess. All right, so my surprising team in the AL though was uh, the Orioles, and then obviously my disappointment for me is the White Sox. Obviously, thought they were going to be a very good team. Um, eat the uh, National League. 
I, honestly, I'll, I'll say my disappointment is the Marlins because I really thought that they might go like 500 this season, only won 69 games. Obviously, I thought they were going to be much, I thought they were getting better, especially with their pitching. Um, and surprising, man, I don't, I don't know. Like, uh, is the NL surprising? I don't know. Maybe, you know what? Maybe I'll go with the Mets. I know they lost the division, mm-hmm. but. 101 wins. I thought they were going to be pretty good. Obviously, I, I mean, I had them in the World Series at the beginning of the season. Mm-hmm. So, 101 wins is great. But I, I, I don't think I thought that they would win that many games. Well, what about your ALNL? And then we can go to this pitching thing and then okay. go to the bracket. So, I'm still going to say, surprisingly, I'm going to have to go with the Guardians. They're the third best team in the AL when they're the youngest. I do like the storyline of the Orioles. I think it's just surprising there that they were the seventh best team, but the Guardians are that high up ranked, won their division 92 and 70. I think they're the, my biggest surprise. As far as my biggest uh, letdown, I'm going to go, I want to say the Twins because they started off good, but yet at the same time they did this last year suck in a way. And I kind of want to say I was buying in to the Red Sox being relevant, but they disappeared. So I'm going to say that was my biggest disappointment was the Red Sox. Okay. So uh, National League, my surprise team. I don't really know if there's a standout surprise. Yeah, team. that's a little bit more difficult. Mm-hmm. I will say that I will, as far as the flop, I thought the Reds would be better than what they were. As my own team, I knew they would be a rebuild year, but I didn't think we'd come in last nor lose 100 games. So I'll say that. But I'm going to try to say one. Uh, Wow. The Braves and the Mets really had the same win column, didn't they? Yes, they did. They had the same record. 101 and 61, baby. That is hilarious. I'm going to say mid-season, my big surprise is the Phillies. Okay. Because mid-year, they were kind of done, I thought. Oh, they, yeah, they, no, no. They, they were not good. Yeah, they and surprisingly, and then they turned it around. So I'm going to say as far as that, my big surprise would be the Phillies, even though I had them winning the division at the beginning of the year. But in season, I thought that this was not going to work out. Now, I will also say, our World Series, because we did make predictions, you had the White Sox and Mets. I had the White Sox and Braves. So we do have the NL team still. <laughs> yeah, they're still alive somehow. So so that sounds good, at least on that. All right, let's go to this little uh, pitching thing. You okay there, Mike? We're great. Jeez. We're- Got a lot of stuff going around. Um, all right, so this is the pitching stats ranked by MLB.com. Um, up so I can see it better. There we go. No, I said I got to – I'm uh, making my screen full, blow it up is what I'm in. I don't know if I can oh, – I can zoom in a little bit. Oh, that's, that's good. It's fine. All right. There we go. MLB.com, so just to run through it and then give the thoughts. Number one is the Astros. Number two being the Dodgers. Number three being the Braves. Four, Guardians. Five, Rays. <clears throat> Six Mets, seven Yankees, eight Mariners, nine Cardinals, ten Phillies, eleven Blue Jays, and twelve being the Padres. I think the thing that stands out to me right away, I there's no way in my head that the Padres are twelve. 
Like, I, yeah, I would have like thought Philly's would have been. You had Darvish, who's solid. Joe Musgrove has been solid. Blake Snell in the second half of the year had like a 2.3 ERA. So he turned his season around because he was bad in the beginning of the year. I'll give him, the, I will say that. And then you have Josh Hader closing things out, who, listen, we know once he got traded, he spiraled. He's picked it back up again. I, mm-hmm. he, he's kind of, I, I don't know if I would exactly go back to, you know, the Joe Hader of old, or Joe or Josh Hader, not Joe. Um, <clears throat> But he is much better than he was before. So, you know, you have, I would say, three very solid starters and then uh, a pretty lockdown closer. I don't know how that's 12. Um, the Phillies bullpen has kind of always been bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know they have Aaron Nola over there, so that boosts them up a little bit because he's, a you know, obviously a certified ace. But- I want to ask you real quick. Sorry. Do you think the Yankees are that good at seven? Yeah, I do. Um, okay. Because I feel like that's a little high for them. Cole, you know, has I don't. This isn't the season that I expected out of Cole. I, I would have expected him to be better. Um, it's weird. Like the MLB, like eighteen percent of runs in the MLB are scored on home runs. I think, mm-hmm. and Cole gives up like sixty-eight percent of his runs on home runs. He like he's the weirdest like ace pitcher, pitcher to watch right now mm-hmm. because it's like. Six innings, and it's going great. And then all of a sudden, he'll like walk somebody, and like it messes. It seems like it messes with his head, which is kind of weird to me, since he is a veteran. And then like he'll give up a hit, and all of a sudden, it's runners on first and second. And he had just gone like the other day. He had he threw a, he had no hitter through five innings. First two batters reached in the sixth inning, and then he gives up a three run homer. <laughs> like like that's kind of what his season has been. So it's weird like that, but. I still have a lot of confidence in him. I mean, I think he led the M- – I don't know if he led the AL or the MLB as a whole in strikeouts, so he can obviously still do that. Um, right. And then Nestor Cortez, Michael, has yeah, like, I'll, he has like, the, he has like the fourth lowest ERA in baseball since last season. Which unbelievable. He got he got cut like four times, from including ones from the Yankees. The Yankees cut him. <sighs> he got cut from the Orioles. Like the, the Orioles are terrible, and they cut him. Ah, uh, well, no, 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 no. This was like well, when they cut ago. him, I'm with you. Okay, okay. This is like three years ago they cut him. Right. So you can't stay on a terrible Orioles team. And then he went to the Mariners, had like a 14 ERA. Like he was awful, and now all of a sudden he's that. Uh, Luis Severino, <clears throat> he made a, a nice little like um, like tune-up start, you know, because he came back from the IL. He threw seven no hit innings, and then they had to take him out of the game because he had ninety four pitches. Like he's, I th- he's very very good. So I, I think seven's good. Honestly, if if they had their bullpen from the beginning of the season, I would have put them probably third. But okay. their bullpen is so hurt right now. Like they don't have Ron Marinaccio, who was like one of their best relievers for the for the DS because uh, he has like a shin thing. Um, Chapman has been all over the place. Uh, Clay Holmes is on the IL again. Uh, Wandy Peralta is on the IL, who's been you know dominant against left-handed hitters this year for them. Like they have a lot of injuries in the bullpen, so I think uh, Michael King might have been the best reliever in baseball at the beginning of the season. Then he uh, like I think he he doesn't need Tommy John, but it's like something in his elbow that has him out for the entire season. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chad Green had to get uh, Tommy John surgery, so I, I think seven's fair. I think they are like. I really do think they're directly middle of the pack. Like that. Okay. That is fair to me. 
Um, okay. A- Astros, I agree with number one. I mean, they're the lowest ERA in baseball as a starting staff. Have a pretty solid bullpen. The only thing with them is they don't have a, like a lockdown closer. Like you can get to Ryan Presley. Um, Dodgers, okay. I agree with that number two. Uh, obviously, they have you know Kershaw. They have uh, Urias, who you see right there. Only thing with the Dodgers, they literally don't have a closer. <laughs> Dave Roberts said that like they're just going to go by closer by committee, whoever with the matchup is good against. Because uh, Kimbrough has been an awful trade for them. He was he's just been terrible. Um, so uh, Braves, Braves, they got Spencer uh, Strider. I know he's. I don't know if he's on the IL still. But I hope I hope that he comes back. Obviously, we just talked about him in the rookie of the year thing. Uh, Max Free, Charlie Morton's been money in big games. Um, they have somebody else too that pitched the second game of that series that I can't think of. I can't remember, but yeah, I don't know. This at first when I looked at it, it was a terrible ranking. Michael's watching the football game right now. <laughs> what are we looking at? I, I, I don't want to say anything because I know it, yours is a little bit behind. Right? I, I'm, I'm looking at the at the Wilson interception <sighs> in the end zone. Was, this was, is just a it's just a trash game all around. No, this is a terrible football game. It really is. Nine to six. I literally said this on Gen Z on Monday. I said this is going to be like another twelve to nine, eleven game. It's just it's just not good football. Yeah. And then Matt Ryan almost got intercepted. Jesus. Yeah. Did you see that's what like it was a pitiful throw? Like it should have been picked, and somehow the guy actually caught it for yardage. Like he caught it between his legs. Yeah, this is this is bad. The I mean, very have- first play after the interception. <laughs> no, just the only thing that like I would say, if I would even be questioned, and as far as if they're going with bullpens too on this, it's it's hard to rank that many players and actually go. Obviously, the Astros are number one. Like you said, the ERA is is number one, so it's the lowest. I think the Mets maybe could have been higher up because they have so many aces. Yeah. But I don't see them. I mean, who do they jump, really? Okay, I can see. I think, I don't know. Mm, then again, yeah, the Rays bullpen is locked down. Mm. And the Mets, see, the thing with the Mets is, like, they have the Grom and they have Scherzer, and then they so, have <laughs> – they have Degrom, they have Degrom and Scherzer, and then uh, uh, who was their third guy? That was great. I, I never uh, can remember Kyle his name. Ba- Chris Bassett, Bassett. something I Bassett. I don't know what his first name is. I can't remember now. Um, I think it's Chris. But still, that's three pretty much aces. And then they have the maybe, the, and then they have the best closer in baseball in Diaz. Yes. The only the, problem, the only problem with that is they have no way to get to Diaz. <laughs> the, the rest right. of the bullpen besides Diaz is trash. So like that's that's kind of their thing. Um, right. You know what I will say? The Mariners, I didn't think would be at eight. I don't, then again, I don't think they can jump the Yankees or the Mets. Mm-hmm. But, like, they do have Castillo. They have Robbie Ray. Um, but I guess it's not the worst ranking of, of all time when I originally thought about it. So, hey. Michael, how about this? It scares me looking at this because I know we're about to go into the playoff part, right? Are we going to do yeah, that? We are. I was going to say we'll end the show and, and do this little bracket. Sounds great, but it scares me more as thinking of some of the matchups because let's be honest, if you're going to win the World Series, you have to have good pitching. Oh yeah, uh, and and not even good starting pitching. Like you have to, like the last. I can't. I genuinely I can't think. Like, what's the last team that won a, a World Series like with a bad bullpen? Like, 
who was I mean I can't remember I can't even remember oh the Braves last season their bullpen was I remember that that you game against the Dodgers year? yeah last year the Braves won right yeah I thought yeah. you were saying they had a b- bad bullpen no 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 but I'm saying that's, okay. what, that's what I'm getting to like last year I remember their bullpen being good because I remember I think it was either a second and first or second and third one of the relievers came in against the Dodgers and struck out like the next three people and like their bullpen was good and then um the the year that the Nationals won, like they were using Max Scherzer out of their bullpen. Mm-hmm. Uh, those Giants teams always had a pretty good bullpen. Um, the Dodgers, like like a lot of these, like the the Kansas City Royals, literally won the World Series because of their bullpen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like their their pitchers were supposed to, were, were asked to go like four innings in those games, and then they would just bring in a, a line of relievers that shut everybody down. So, <clears throat> but how about this, Michael? How about we fill out this bracket and win a hundred thousand dollars, huh? Sounds good. Hey, all right, 60-40. Yeah, me. Because uh, I asked you to be the co-host of the show. Did you? I did. I can't remember. Hey, I, I was actually trying I, to think. Have I we was, done this for almost over two years now, haven't we? This will be our second year through so, a yeah. whole season. Of course, last year was a shortened season. Yeah. Yeah, because I remember Alex came to me. He said, listen, I don't really feel like doing banter anymore. I said, okay, I'll see. I'll see what I can do. I said, hey, Mike, you want to do baseball together? And I said, yes. So I got sixty forty. Sounds good. Perfect. Um, all right, 50. Michael, we started oh. off with the one that's going to tug at the heartstrings for you: the Blue Jays and the Mariners. They whoever what? wins this goes on to face the Astros. Which, by the way, Michael. Mm-hmm. I kind of appreciate the fact that the Yankees don't have the best record in in baseball or in the AL yes, because, because the, the Blue, tough. Yeah, the Blue Jays Mariners matchup is way more difficult than the Guardians Rays. I'm praying that the Guardians win because they never beat the Yankees in a big spot. Um, but here's the other thing, Michael: Why is baseball the way baseball is? Why doesn't the highest seed get to play the lowest seed like every other sport in in America? Technically, they do. No, because if the Rays win, they would be the lowest remaining seed, and they would play the Yankees. But that would be an upset. Like, Doesn't, no, but I'm saying they should reseed, like like the NFL. Like the you NFL know how don't reseed? Yes, it does. The highest seed always plays the lowest seed. No, what are you talking about? Are you saying when they make the playoff bracket after the first week of the playoffs that the whoever wins the first place? Plays the last place of who's left. Yes, that's no. I mean, to my you, knowledge, that's never bet? happened. You want to bet? When did it change? I've literally never known anything different in my entire life in the NFL. The highest Are seed you? always plays the lowest seed. Always. Ah, hockey, hockey is the exact same way as well. Seriously, because I I don't like that. I think that's that's stupid to be honest with you. Because why you're the best you're the best team in your division. You deserve the easiest road. You have it. It's lined up now. You're at. No, fault. it's not. If it was, then they would play the Rays. Then then why not just let the one and two play and just have it settled and be done with it? Well, because there still can be upsets. But I'm saying no. But heavens to bid, let there be an upset and the brackets be different. Like it's that's that's, change, what's, that's what's stupid now. Like it oh man, like, it's got to be this to here now. Now we're the best. We won so many games. We need the easy road. No, yeah, this is how you, the brackets made. That's what you that should is do. What you get for winning the most games. That's what you get is for that, being the best. 
That's that's pathetic take right there. I'm sorry. If 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 the NFL is seriously seriously that way, that is horrible and they're pansies. Have you never and, watched a playoff game? I mean, I've never paid attention to that if that's seriously it. I've well, never noticed that. He always plays the lowest seed. Always. Never have I ever paid attention why, to Michael, that. why do you think the Bucs played the Eagles last season? It was, the Bucs were the two seed. The Eagles were the seven seed. Okay. Well, well how many teams were in it? Seven. The first team okay. got five. Well, right. I mean, that's how it's set up. Okay, but I'm saying the lowest. If the Eagles. Okay, let me ask you this. If the and Eagles then, beat the Bucs. Yeah. Were they who they would they have played? Play, they would have played the one seed. They just beat the Bucks. You said the Bucks, the Bucks was were the two one. seed. The first okay, seed so, got the bye. So who, if the Bucks won, who did they play? Which they they, did they played the lowest remaining seed after that. That's how it. The, Listen, the number I need one, you to bring this up and show me how that played out. Like, I need a bracket where they switch because I don't believe that at all. I I literally. I am astonished that you've watched sports this long and did not and don't realize this. That if that is true, it had to have just changed like in the past it, three absolutely, years. Absolutely, you're you are literally out of your mind because that is the most pansiest thing I've ever heard. Whatever, let's fill out this bracket. No, uh, are were you wrong? Did you check it? No, I didn't check it, but I want to end this. It's 11.30, and I went to bed at 4.30 in the morning. I had to wake up at 8 o'clock. Okay. Well, I'm going to say this. It breaks my soul to say this, but the Blue Jays, with that offense that they have and the sluggers that they have, if they can put it all together on the same page and get hot together, their pitching is ranked 11th, and I don't think that that can help them in the playoffs. I think they're going to win it. And I'm going with Mariners. Yeah, the Blue Jays pitching is like they gave that Mac, they gave that big extension to Barrios. He's been awful. They signed uh, Kikuchi in the offseason mm-hmm. as a starter. He's in the bullpen now because he's been that terrible. Uh, Kevin Gosman's like literally their own. I mean, him and Manoa, but Manoa had a bad second half of the season because I think this is the most innings he's ever pitched in the season. So, whatever. Um, all right. The Guardians and the Rays. I'm going to go with vet, seasoned, and yeah. just knowing on this series. I, knowing I, what I mean by that systematic, been here before. I, I think, think the Rays win this, and that pains me because I, I think they have a much more, they have a much easier chance of beating the Yankees. Not saying that they do, not or that they will. I'm saying, but. I think it'd be much easier for them to beat the Yankees and the Guardians. I mean, they play them however many times throughout the season. Uh, mm-hmm. Tyler Glass now just came back from his injury, so uh, they have uh, what they have Glass now. Uh, what's his other? The McClanahan. So they got some good starting pitching and then a good bullpen. So I would prefer the Guardians, but I do agree with you that the Rays are going to win this one. Okay. Um, all right. Do you want to go all the way through the AL and then all the way through the NL, or do you want to go down to the NL now? Uh, let's, let's go to the NL. Let's do that. Let's go to the NL. So that's how we think the wild card plays out. Now, Mets and the Padres in the first round of the wild card series. Um, I have the Mets. I do have the Mets. 
I think their pitching is I do too. going to be you. good. Uh, and quietly, by the way, we talked a lot about like Soto going to be a crazy trade. Mm-hmm. Has not been very good on the Padres. I think he's batting like two twenty something. So yeah, I'm totally with you on that. Um, Cardinals and the Phillies. I'm going with the Cardinals. Um, I mean, they got the MVP in Goldschmidt. I think the runner-up in the MVP this year is going to end up being his teammate Nolan Arenado. Um, I just, I think the Cardinals are are a wee bit better. I think so too. All right, perfect. Now we go back up to the AL for the DS. That would be the Astros facing the number five seed Seattle Mariners. Listen, love the Mariners. I hope they beat the Astros because I despise them with every bone in my body. But I think the Astros are going to smoke them. Like the the Mariners at their best point in the season. I, well, I think they were on that twelve game win streak earlier in the year, and mm-hmm. they swept in a four game series by the Astros. So uh, I'm going to go with the Astros. Sadly. I could see the Mariners actually upsetting. I pray. I could see it happening. I really, really could. This team, this Mariners team, has played well all season long. But I think last week we did look at it, and Astros has beat the Mariners quite a bit in their head-to-heads. I can't remember what it was, but their record was quite a bit. So I am going to go with Astros, unfortunately. But I wouldn't be surprised if the Mariners upset. Um, all right, we go down to the Rays and the Yankees. <clears throat> oh, listen, a clo- I think it'll be a close series, probably four or five games, obviously. Um, but I'm going to go with the Yankees, not only because, well, I love them, but I think the, the, the Rays have one of like the worst offenses in the MLB. Their pitching is just very good, but they do not score runs. Like, they don't score. Mm-hmm. And you obviously need to outscore your opponent, by the way, in, in, in sports to uh, win the games. So I'm going to go with the Yankees, but I think it will still be a close series. Uh, I'm sorry. So do you really think that after the first round, the way if it played out the way we predicted here, that the Rays should play the Astros and the Mariners yeah. should go down to the Yankees? Yes. Okay. Like every Mar- other sport? Pitiful. Yeah, I'm with you over the Yankees on that. Perfecto. Um, all right. Dodgers and the Mets. I wish that this was the ALCS or honestly, I wish it was the ALDS, but like it was it was lined up in a way that both were gonna have their number one stars, that both were gonna be full strength. Mm-hmm. Also, Michael, I will say I forgot to mention this. Only scary thing for the Mets is. Their team has not been the same since Starling Marte got hurt. I think mm-hmm. he like broke his finger or something of, like that nature and still can't grip a bat. So he's not playing in the wild card series. Mm. And DeGrom got beat his last two starts. Scherzer got beat in that Brave series. Like, I mean, I don't think the Padres are going to win it, but it might be a little something. It might be right. a little something. Um, but anyway, this being said, Mets have to win two out of three games. That probably, you know, takes out Scherzer or DeGrom for game one. And if this series does go three, you're probably you're probably looking at, you know, 
game one of the AL or the NLDS being your fourth best pitcher up against the Dodgers number one. So I think the Dodgers are going to win this because the Mets are just not going to have the pitching because of having to play in the wild card series. I'm actually going to go with the Mets on this, but since we have to agree, I'm going to give you this one and I'm going to say the Braves on the bottom one. Oh, no, I was going to agree with you on that anyway, so it's fine with me. Um, yeah, I think the Braves are going to beat the Cardinals. I mean, like, like I said, 114 win pace. 114. Mm-hmm. I even think the Braves are going to beat the Dodgers if that's our matchup. It is I the don't matchup. think the Dodgers win it. I really don't. I have such a hard time seeing a team like them losing, mm-hmm. but they've done it in the past. And um, I can see it. I can see it happening again. So I'll go with the Braves. That's fine. Okay. Then I have to pick the Yankees. That's I'm. I'm listen. I don't even care if you want the. I don't even care if you want the Astros in there. Okay. I, I, since I, you I had did, two picks, I and I don't agree with you, we're going with Braves winning it. Then. What do you mean two picks that I didn't agree with? I don't agree with the Dodgers over the Mets, and I don't agree with the Yankees over the Astros. So you have to give me the Braves over the Yankees. Uh, have to. I, I'm the one controlling this computer. You know that. Have to. I don't think I have to. It's only fair. It's come on. Does that look beautiful? Look no. at that interlocking and Y. No, I mean, does the N come first or does the Y come first? I don't even know. It just—it's a blob there. You don't know which one's in the front. It's the most iconic logo in sports, Mike. Although I will say the A gets on my nerves too because it's technically it's going the wrong way. Like it should be the A that way because. You don't make it go that way. It's backwards. But, yeah. All right, Yankees win the World Series. Perfect. And that will uh... – are, are you – no, it's got to be – it's the Braves because I picked them from day one. Spring training. That was Michael, almost – I can't pick again. Michael, this is my team. You don't have you, – you are not a Braves fan. You're a Red I know. fan. I know. And I'm keeping homerness out of this. And I well, didn't you know even what, pick my Reds Michael, to win Michael, any you know playoff what? games. Michael, you know what? Here, how about this then? How about this one? Rock, paper, scissors. No, 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 not even that. <laughs> Go in the bracket yourself. And fill, fill my own out. Exactly. Fill your own out. And then how about we and then we have a competition between the two of us, see who gets more right. It's literally going to be the same except for the, the Mets, Mets and the Braves there. And the Astros. That's three things we can disagree on. And then we'll both we'll post both of our picks to the backstop banter Twitter account. Mm-hmm. We'll have the fans vote on which one we their think is better. And then uh and then we see at the end of the World Series who was better. Sounds Fair great enough. to me. Perfect. MLB.com. Submit my picks. Oh, look at this. Oh, we, we, we want to fill the tiebreaker questions out. Well, I'm not helping you anymore. <laughs> All right, fine. But what's the questions? Uh, how many total home runs do you think will be recorded during the 2022 postseason? See, that's um, not fair because we don't know if the balls are going to be juiced or not. And then how many runs do you think will be scored during the entire World Series? That's, I mean, those are some tough questions. Exactly. That's why you got to get close. Anyway, Michael, hell of an episode. Hell of an episode. The, the uh, 2022 MLB regular season is over. We've gone over, you know, 
who we think awards are going to go to. We recap some of our picks. We predicted the World Series winner. Well, I did. Um, the Braves. No, stop. Incorrect. Um, you didn't put right. the Yankees winning preseason or the spring training. Listen, I didn't. I didn't think the Yankees were going to be a ninety-nine win team. I didn't think they were going to be this good. I've never been more happy to be wrong in my life. And you're wrong again. Just like you were wrong about saying Judge wasn't a top ten player. <clears throat> anyway, that year he definitely wasn't. He's been a top ten player since he got in the league. Um, with all that being said, Michael, why don't you tell everybody where they can find you? We'll head on out. I'm filling out the bracket now. Uh, you can find me at MDLawson00 on Twitter, on Facebook, on pretty much Instagram. Anything you say that's social media, that's pretty much my handle on anything. Also in the bio has my link tree that has everything in my description as well. You can also check me out on Sunday, 9.30 p.m. Eastern Time, where I will be with my other co-hosts on Count the Bucket, where we're bringing you everything in the NBA, little college, and a little WNBA as well. As for me, you guys know what it is by now. Uh, Anthony Conover underscore on Twitter for everything. I have my link tree in there as well, which will lead you to generational sports, the hard count, and then obviously this podcast as well. <clears throat> uh, Twitch is Anthony underscore Conover. Put all the pods there. Listen, might have to get back into the streaming of, uh, some, of, of some games as well, especially when Call of Duty comes out. Might have to get back in, play a little Warzone. Um, but with all of that being said, I appreciate everybody for tuning in. Michael, another great one, as I said before. And uh, listen, everybody, we'll be in the we'll be in the uh, divisional series by the next time you see us. So uh, and my picks are in. Until then, you have a good one. All right. Oh.